Hey there, it's Becca of Little Z Sleep. This is a special edition podcast. I want to clear the air on a social media post that I deleted last week. In my line of sleep consulting, I'm sure you can imagine, and I've shared often, the idea and philosophies around sleep training are very polarizing, really polarizing. There are people who love me. There are people who literally send me emails about how awful I am at what I, that I do what I do. Um, and I'm very grateful that I'm firm in what I believe. And I'm grateful for you and the community on Instagram and the community on Facebook and in our email list who you guys value sleep. And so those emails of you should be disgusted at yourself, <laughs> real emails that I get, those are really rare. We get a lot of emails of praise and just gratefulness for what we do, um, offering our sleep coaching programs and the like. There's an element of my job that is on education. And so last week I had an Instagram post. It was actually on Friday. Um, this is a special edition podcast that I just decided this has to be put out now and we're going to alter our um, content calendar. Um, I put out a post on Friday and it was on, I titled it Alternatives to Incline Sleepers because last week Amazon and also Walmart and also eBay have totally recalled all of their incline sleepers. You guys are familiar with months ago, the Rock and Play was recalled. We have an entire episode with a pediatrician, Dr. Smith here in Richmond, who also is an American Academy pediatric spokeswoman. And we talked about that. You can go back and listen to that episode, which I don't recall from my head, but I'll put it in the show notes. Um, so we talked all about that, but there were still inclined sleepers available. So an inclined sleeper is any type of uh, sleep prop, sleep product that would elevate your baby. So we do want, and I do advocate for, obviously, a firm, flat sleep surface. And it obviously goes without saying that the next question I get is, but what about on the go? Or what about this? Or what about that? What about a swing? And all these things. And so let me just be really, really clear. The safest place for your baby to sleep is a bassinet, a firm, flat bassinet, or a crib. Those, that's where your baby should be sleeping. And I'm talking newborn, obviously, for that bassinet. Generally, they start to grow out of it, maybe about three months old. And whenever your child does start to roll, we need to get out of the bassinet. Within the category of bassinets, I am a huge fan of the swaying bassinets. I used for our girls the summer infant swaying bassinet. It was a dream. I loved it so much. Um, they no longer make that one. They have a different version of what we used, but one very similar is the Fisher Price swaying bassinet, which is my number one recommendation instead of the rock and play because we don't need to have that inclined sleeper. And um, we can actually be using a firm flat bassinet that does the same kind of motion effects. That's really a baby craves. So while inclined sleepers are out due to the positioning that baby was in that caused um, trouble with breathing, um, that did lead even in proper and improper use that did lead to many deaths and in infants, we need to talk about safe sleep. And so the reason I'm having this special edition pod special edition podcast is because I shared in this post about a car seat being an, an alternative. And so I, I apologize because I it's hard on Instagram. It's hard on a post to 
capture everything. And a lot of um, a lot of you guys were jumping in there and saying, hey, but you should remember this and you should remember that. And it's definitely true. Um, I want to really thank the kind, kind, kind women who stepped in and uh, very graciously said like, hey, we need to add this and um, not attacking me for saying that um, car seats were an alternative. Because let me just be clear. I'm titling this podcast Alternatives to Inclined Sleepers because it's one that I know people will want to tune into. But let me just outright say that the car seat is not an alternative for a nap when or bedtime when it's time to get your child to go to sleep. I don't want you turning to the car seat because that's not the safest place and on-the-go sleep is not the most restorative. We definitely need to be able to offer that firm, flat bassinet or crib to help baby go to sleep and to actually sleep for. So let me just be very, very clear that I am not proposing that we ditch the crib or the bassinet and start to use the car seat. Where I want to start to guide you all on are those times where your baby is going to sleep in the car seat. They are going to have naps on the go because we are we should never be chained to our house. You are going to have appointments. You're going to have your life to live. And so you will have your child in the car seat. So here we go. Let's kind of walk through some alternatives to that crib or that bassinet and not choosing an inclined sleeper on purpose. So obviously when you are at home, I want baby in the bassinet, I want baby in the pack and play, the crib, whatever that is. When you are on the go, what does this look like? I would propose a baby carrier, or if you are doing um, a walk or you're out and about and little one is in a stroller, if you can at those newborn days, have one of those walking bassinet strollers. You know what I'm talking about? I'll put a link in the bottom of the show notes. I never actually use these with my girls. I never even knew they were a thing. Um, I feel like I was not up on products, especially when I had my first daughter. Um, but we definitely want to look at any time, especially if you're an on-the-go family, when they're those young newborn months, those first three months, and you know you're going to have a lot of on-the-go naps, then have one of those walking bassinets. Those things are fantastic. Now, after that stage, yes, your child is going to be in a stroller or in a car seat. We always, always need to make sure that your little one is properly secured. This is what got the most feedback from that post. And so I decided, you know what, some people were just attacking each other and saying, how dare you do that? And how dare you share that? And that just needed to come down. That's not what my platform's for, is to berate other women and other moms um, or call out things that have no place on Instagram. But what I want you guys to know is that when your child is in a car seat for a nap, we definitely need to provide the safety environment for them to sleep in. That means we need to be doing that pinch test on the seatbelts. What's the pinch test? The pinch test is where you take your fingers and do a little pinch on the top straps of your child's car seat. If you can pinch enough fabric up on the top, it's not secure enough. So we need to make sure that that part is secure, meaning that it's um, fastened tightly enough so you cannot pinch the fabric between your fingers. You also need to make sure that the top clasp is right in between their armpits um, up on their chest, not down below by their belly button. I will never forget, and I'm so grateful. I didn't know this again when I had my first daughter. I remember taking her to... um, my school to go visit when she was like two months old. And one of the teachers was like, oh, hey, that's definitely not the right spot. You need to raise that. I had no idea. So if you ever see a newborn mom, this is kind of a side note, but if you ever see a new mom who doesn't know these things and they don't know that that top um, clasp of the car seat should go up higher and not down by the lower buckle, gently and kindly tell them that. You can just simply say, hey, I didn't know this. And even if you did, just 
just go ahead and say this because nobody likes a show off or know it all, but you can say, hey, you know, I, I didn't know this. I was really glad when someone told me, but it's really dangerous for your baby to have this top clasp down low. It actually needs to be up here and raise it. I was able to share that with a mom who was in our small group one time and she had no idea. So just always be kind when you're sharing things like that. But it's those are some really good checks we need to make sure of. Make sure you can you can't do that little pinch test, right? You gotta make sure it's nice and tight at the top and make sure that both of these buckles are in the right placement. I will put a link in the show notes. There are many links today in the show notes because I want you to read further and not just take my word for it, but look at the studies and look at the actual pictures of car seat safety. We need to make sure that your child has safe sleep when they are in the car because you are going to travel. You are going to be on the road. You are going to be on the go. Now, the kind of the next step within this is talking about um, carrier naps. So I used the carrier as an alternative to a, an incline sleeper. And here's why I'm saying this. We have all been there because you've all had a newborn where trying to get them in the bassinet or the crib, it just ain't happening. It's not. They're screaming. They're crying. You've maybe missed their wake window. Something's bothering them. And I've, I've shared this before in um, newborn podcasts, but the safest thing for you to do is to put your child safely into the bassinet or the crib or the pack and play and step away and take a few deep breaths. That's the safest thing for everybody. Your baby is screaming, but it's safer for you if you are about to mentally lose it is to lay them down in their firm, flat space, step away, take some breaths, recompose yourself and come back. And what I would rather you do in that moment is put them in a baby carrier and go take a walk or go walk around the house if you can't go outside. I'm saying this in um, early December, so it may not be um, available to go for a walk, but if you can, girl, go for a walk. Strap your baby in the baby carrier and go for a walk. Do not sit there and continue to try to fight and fight and fight and fight and fight to get your baby to take a nap in a pack and play or a bassinet because that's obviously, yes, the safest sleep, but for your mental and maternal health, like you have got to just take a walk, take a breather, have those close cuddles. That's okay. So when we look at alternatives to an inclined sleeper, the only alternative here is the bassinet or the pack and play or the crib, a firm, flat surface. When you are going to have on-the-go options, then you are going to do things like the car seat or the carrier, and we need to make sure that those are all be all being used properly. The final image I had on my post about alternatives to inclined sleepers was a play yard mat, like a play mat you would put on the floor. I am I love, 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 love episode, podcast episode number 67 that I did with Jennifer Bernard of Baby Begin. Jennifer talked about how radical she is in not using any props at all. Like we don't need swings. We don't need boppy loungers. We don't need um, any docket tots, nothing. We don't need any of those props because the best place for your baby to be is on the floor when they're not sleeping or being held or anything like that. Because this is, I love, she said this, it's a big and beautiful and engaging world. Your baby is not going to be bored on the floor. And of course, Jennifer works really hard to avoid flathead syndrome and to avoid torticollis and to make sure that babies. Um, she's on a mission to prevent babies getting helmets. And so being on the floor is a great place for your baby to be. So they're not positioned. And that's the, that's the biggest problem with an inclined sleeper is it cradles your baby. It positions your baby in one spot and they have a really hard time adjusting their neck, moving their body around. This is why it's really hard to get out of the rock and play. Yes, they've been recalled and I hope you're no longer using them, but for parents who are still using them, 
it only gets harder as the baby grows because they get so ingrained in this one position. And then it's really difficult to get them out of that. And so the best place is don't even have any of these props. So that gets into the the swings, the answer about swings and then play yards. When your baby is a newborn, they're not going anywhere. You don't need to worry about, well, I've got to put you in this swing and strap you up so I can go over here and make myself a snack. When your little one is a newborn, they're not going anywhere. So you can lay them on a play mat. You can lay them on the floor on a blanket, on a towel. Or I love how Jennifer said, you can take a shower and have a little mat on the floor and peek out at them and make sure they're okay because they're not going anywhere. Obviously, make sure if you have animals or siblings around that they are secured so your little one is fine, but they can't roll anywhere. They're just going to literally lay there on the mat looking around and they have a beautiful and wonderful world to look at. So the best alternative to an inclined sleeper that you were perhaps using as a placeholder, like, hey, baby, just lay right here while I go make dinner or lay right here while I have my hands free to do laundry, the best place for them to be is on the floor. And if you do have a task to do like the laundry or you want to read for a few minutes while your baby looks around, then lay them on the floor and sit beside them. That's fine. Or lay down on the couch while they lay down on the floor and you're both laying there, maybe listening to music together, whatever that is. The best thing about the floor is that they won't get bored and it's the safest place to be. And you don't have to worry about whether they're spending too much time on one side of their head versus the other. So if you want to know more about that, go listen to episode 67. Jennifer gets deeper into how to create the stimulus on um, the, the side of the head that they need to turn their head more. So that's something else. But all in all, you guys, um, this was obviously a lot to talk about and too many words to put onto an Instagram text, an Instagram story or an Instagram post or a Facebook fo- post. And I, I do apologize to any mom who felt attacked um, by really other people. That was definitely, I really had no idea that people would do that. Um, I really wanted to create a space of just communicating the fact that inclined sleepers are out and we really need to be creating sleep on firm, flat surfaces. Don't beat yourself up for when you do have to go take a walk or if you do need to, obviously you're going to have a travel day with the holidays coming. You're, you guys are going to have road trip naps. That's going to happen. But make sure your baby is in a safe sleep position for that. Y'all know here on Little Z's, I am anti-co-sleeping. So I've recently received several messages about, hey, you know, can your sleep programs work with um, co-sleeping? If your goal is to continue co-sleeping, then no. But if your goal is to teach your baby, teach your toddler, teach your preschooler how to sleep independently, then yes, definitely emphatically, yes, we can do that without um, having co-sleeping as an option anymore. Because most of you guys who are reaching out about that are like, my child is co-sleeping. Is it even possible? Yes, 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 it is. If your child is currently in an inclined sleeper, girl, it's not too late to make that change either. Usually this is like the four to five month old who is still in an inclined sleeper and it's just been working. It's been a Band-Aid solution and we know something has to change because your baby's growing. They're getting big, um, too big for the inclined sleeper. This is an amazing time. Guys, my baby sleepy coaching program, you get the four to five month and the six to 16 month program, but the specific four to five month program is designed to gently support baby and teach baby that they no longer need a swaddle. They no longer need this positioner to help them fall asleep. They can do it on their own. You can be there to support them and to help them learn that. I think it'll be really interesting to see what other products or maybe start to get recalled in 2020. I want to applaud Amazon and Walmart and eBay and any other retailer who is starting to take these um, inclined sleepers off of the market. Um, Some of you, I will call out one question that was asked that was really, really good. Somebody was asking about the pack and play. They saw a picture of a pack and play on this article by Consumer Reports. 
pack and plays have not been recalled, but there are some pack and plays that came with an incline sleeper attachment, and that's what was recalled there. So as you flip through this Consumer Reports article in the show notes, and as you do your own research, just really intently look at what products are being used. Basically anything inclined that's wedges. I don't support wedges and cribs. Um, we don't support swings or anything that would be on an incline for your baby. We're not intentionally using those as an option. I really wanted to talk today about those times that you are going to be on the go, or you do need to choose another option for your mental sanity and mental health. Those are going to be other things to do. So consider this a little motivation and education and awareness podcast. I am so grateful for you guys listening each week. If you have any questions about this, I would absolutely welcome them. The best way to get in touch is to send an email, support at littlezsleep.com. That's S-U-P-P-O-R-T, support at littlezsleep.com. And we can talk about this further. If you have any questions, talking about safe sleep is always, always important to me. And uh, it's my my mission to help you guys become educated and, of course, become well-rested families. Sweet dreams, you guys. See you next time.